Super Fudge by Judge Bloom. Chapter 2. Cutty Cutty Coo. Before the end of the week, Fudge asked the big question. How did the baby get inside you, mommy? So mom borrowed my copy of How Babies Are Made and she read it to Fudge. As soon as he had the facts straight, he was telling anybody and everybody exactly how mom and dad had made the baby. He told Harry, our elevator operator. Harry smiled and said, Ah, that's a mouthful for a small fry like you. He told the checker at the supermarket. Her eyes got bigger and bigger until mom said, That's enough, Fudgy. But I'm just getting to the good part. Peter, uh, it's getting very warm here. Why don't you take Fudge outside? Mom asked me. He saw a pregnant woman on the bus and said, I know what's growing inside you, and I know how it got there, too. The woman got up and changed her seat. He told Grandma, and she said to my mother, And do you think it's wise for him to know so much? In my days, we talked about the stork. What's a stork? It's a big bird, I told him. Like a big bird on Sesame Street? Not exactly, Fudge. I like birds. I want to be one when I grow up. You can't be a bird, Grandma explained to him. Why not? Because you're a boy, Fudge, I told him. So what? Fudge never stopped talking about his favorite subject. He told his preschool class, and his teacher was so impressed, she phoned and asked mom to come to school. The children had a lot of questions for her. So mom went to Fudge's class and enjoyed it so much, she offered to come to my class too. I told her, no thanks. I hadn't told anyone she was going to have a baby, except Jimmy Fargo. I tell him just about everything. And Tila Tubman knew, because she lives in our building, and could see that mom was pregnant. She's very old to be having a baby, isn't she? Tila asked one afternoon. She's 34, I said. Oh, she is really old. She's not as old as her mother. I had no idea how old. Miss Tubman was, but Chilla's sisters, uh, Libby, was 13, so I guessed that Miss Tubman was older than Mom. But you don't see my mother having a baby, do you? No, but... Uh, I couldn't think of anything else to say. I didn't understand what she was getting at, anyway. When I went upstairs, I asked Mom. Isn't 34 old to be having a baby? I don't think so. Why? My mom asked me. Just wondering. Grandma had Aunt Linda when she was 38. Oh. So my mother wasn't the oldest woman in the world to be having a baby. And Chilla 
didn't know what she was talking about, as usual. On February 26, while my fifth grade class was on a trip to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, my sister was born. Later, I found out that she was born at exactly 2.04 in the afternoon, just as we were in the Egyptian room studying the mummies. They named her Tamara Roxanne, but for weeks everybody called her the baby. The baby's crying. The baby's hungry. Shush, the baby's sleeping. Soon, instead of calling her the baby, mommy started saying dumb things like, How is my little Tootsie Wootsie? As if the baby could answer her. Does my little Tootsie Wootsie need to be changed? Yes, almost always. Does my little Tootsie Wootsie need a feeding? Yes. Almost always, and my mom's little Tootsie Woodsy never slept more than two hours at a time. Every night, I'd wake up to her horse. Turtle, who slept at the foot of my bed, woke up too. Then he'd roll along with her, a regular duet. By the time she was one month old, everybody was calling her Tootsie. Right away, I could see that there would be problems. I tried to warn my mother and father. When she goes to school with a name like that, the kids are going to tease her. They will call her Tootsie Roll or worse. Oh, Peter, you're so funny. Dad laughed. Only I wasn't being funny at all. I knew what I was talking about, but there was nothing I could do about it. I had a brother called Fudge, and now I had a sister called Tootsie. Maybe what my parents really wanted was a candy factory. I wondered how come I got off so easy. Tootsie was much smaller than I expected, but she was tough. I found out when Fudge tried to pull off her toes. I just wanted to see what would happen. You must never do that again, Mom told him. How would you like if Peter tried to pull off your toes? I couldn't help laughing at that one. Peter knows my toes don't come off. Well, neither do Tootsies. One afternoon, when I came home from school, Tootsie wasn't in her crib. I figured Mum was feeding her, so I went to her bedroom to say hello. Mum was lying on her bed with her hands over her eyes. Hi, where is Tootsie? In her crib, asleep. No, she's not. Of course she is. I just put her down a few minutes ago. I look in her crib and I'm telling you, she's not there. Mom took her hands away from her face. What are you saying, Peter? Mom, Toots is not in her crib. That's all I'm saying. 
then where she is? We both ran down the hall and into the area where we used to eat. Mom looked into her crib, but Tootsie wasn't there. Oh no, she's been kidnapped. Who would want her? As soon as I said that, I was sorry. Call the police, Peter. No, wait, call that first. No, no call the police. Dial 911. Wait a minute, Mom. Where's Fudge? Fudge? Uh, in his room, I guess. He was listening to tapes when I put Tootsie down for a nap. You don't think... We raced down to Fudge's room. He was sitting on the floor playing with his matchbox cars and listening to Puff the Magic Dragon. Where is Tootsie? She asked him. Tootsie! Yes, Tootsie! She's hiding! What are you talking about, Fudge? We are playing a game! Who's playing a game? Us, me and Tootsie. Fudge, Tootsie can't play. She's too young for games. I help her. I help her hide. Fudge, where is Tootsie? I can tell. She'll be mad. Just as my mother was about to explode, I had an idea. Hey, Fudge, let's play hot and cold, okay? You follow me, and when I get close to Tootsie, you say hot. And when I get far away from her, you say cold. Get it? I like games. Okay, ready, Fudge? I said to him. Ready. So, Fudge, let's go. I walked down the hall to the living room. Cold, cold, I went into the kitchen, cold, cold, I walked into the front hall, oh, ah, hot, <laughs> it's getting hot, hot, I opened the guest closet, very hot, Watch out, you get burned! He jumped up and down, clapping his hands. Tootsie was on the floor, off the closet, fast asleep in her infant seat. Mommy scooped her up in her arms. Oh, thank goodness, my little Tootsie Wootsie is all right. Mom put her back into her crib, and then she really let go. That was a very naughty thing to do. I'm very angry at you, Fudge. But Tootsie likes to play. Have you hidden her before? Yeah. You must never do that again. Do you understand? No. You can't carry her around that way. She is not heavy. 
but babies have to be carried in a special way. You mean like mother cats carry their kittens? That's right. <laughs> but you don't carry toots in your mouth. No, I don't. But I do carry her very carefully to protect her. Do you love me, mommy? Yes, very much. Then get rid of Tootsie. I'm sick of her. She's no fun. Someday she'll be fun. And she'll be able to play hide and seek with you. But you have to wait. She's not ready yet. I don't want to wait. I want you to get rid of her. Now! Tootsie's our baby. I'm your baby. You are my little boy. No, I'm your baby. All right, you are my baby too. Then pick me up like you do to Tootsie. My mom opened her arms and Fudge jumped up into them. He rested his head on mom's shoulder, shoved his fingers into his mouth and slurped on them. I know it's stupid, but just for a minute, I wish I could be mom's babe again too. After that, whenever we had company, Fudge tried to sell Tootsie. You like the baby? Oh yes, she's just adorable. You can have her for a quarter. When that didn't work, he tried to give her away. We have a baby upstairs, and you can have her for free, he'd say to anyone on the street. When that didn't work, he tried to pay to have someone take her away. I will give you a quarter if you take her to your house and never bring her back. He tried that with Sheila Tubman. My mother told me when I was born, Libby wanted to get rid of me too, Sheila said. Who could blame her, I thought. But she got over it and so will you, she told Fudge. Fudge kicked Chilla. Then he ran down the hall. Chilla stood over Tootsie's crib. Lucky for her, she doesn't look like Cupider. What's that supposed to mean? Look in the mirror sometime. Coochie, coochie, coo, she said to Tootsie. We talk to her like she's a regular person. But she's not a regular person. She's a baby. So you don't have to make noise, these stupid noises at her. But she likes them. Watch this. If I tickle her under her chin, she smiles. It just looks like she's smiling. But really? It's guess. Oh no, Tootsie's smiling just for me. Aren't you, you precious little thing? It did look like Tootsie was smiling. But why would anybody smile at Chilla Tubman, even a baby? That night, Fudge climbed into Tootsie's crib. I'm the baby. Dad lifted him out of the crib. 
You're a big boy. You sleep in a big boy bed. No, I'm not a big boy. I'm a baby. I decided it was time to have a little talk with the kid. So I said, Hey, Fudge, you want me to read you a story? Yeah. Okay, get into bed I, and I will be right there. I brushed my teeth and put on my pajamas. When I got to Fudge's room, he was sitting up in bed with his favorite book spread out across his lap. Arthur the Antitor. Read, he said. I sat down next to him. Aren't you tired of acting like a baby? No. I thought you wanted to be like me. I do. Well, you can't be a baby and be like me too. Why not? Um, because babies can do anything. They just eat and sleep and cry. They aren't even interesting. Then, why does everybody think Toots is so great? Because she's new. They will get tired of her pretty soon. It's better to be older. Why? We get more privileges. What is privileges? It means we get to do things she can do. Like what? Like staying up late and uh, watching TV and uh, all sorts of things. I don't get to stay up late. You do. That's because I'm the biggest brother. But you get to stay up later than Tootsie. When? When she's four and you are eight. Then you get to stay up a lot later. And you go to school and you know how to read and write. And you won't. And read. Fudge said, sliding down under the covers. Will you stop trying to be a baby? Now you think about it. Well... That's better than nothing. Fudge fell asleep before I'd finished the book. I pulled up his covers and turned out his light. Then I went into the bathroom and studied myself in the mirror. What was Chilla Dubman talking about? I looked the same as always. And why did she think Tootsie was lucky? Not to look like me? Unless it was my ears. Lately, they seemed too big. I tried holding them flat against the side of my head. Not bad, I thought. Maybe I could tape them back every morning before school, but that would be a lot of trouble. If I grew my hair longer, I could hide them. Yes. Yes, that's what I do. Grow my hair until it covered my ears. Yeah, while I'm looking in the bureau, I can see my tonsils. I went to my room, got into my bed and fell asleep. Who cared what Chilatum and thought, anyway? <laughs>